And uh, right now we're kicking things off with some cricket and a little bit of general sport uh, with one of our favourites here on Sports Drive. He's patiently waiting down the line this afternoon. Sports journalist for the AAP, Justin Chadwick, is with us. Hello, Chatters. G'day. Thanks for having me on. And what a lineup you have today. I feel uh, honoured to kick it <laughs> off, but definitely... Uh... I think you're starting from the bottom up, so it's a good way to start with me. No, no, I wouldn't say that at all. Um, glad to have you with us now. I believe you're at the Wacker right now watching on uh, the first and only test between Australia and South Africa. And Chatters, it looks as though it might be done in two days. Oh, it's, it's chaos. It's been chaos today. So we're halfway through the opening day and 13 wickets have already fallen. So it's going to be a very short test match. So South Africa got rolled to 76 in 31.2 overs. Uh, Darcy Brown, she was the superb. She snared 5 for 21 and we were thinking, oh, this is just going to be easy for the Aussies. But no, they lost, um, they've lost three quick wickets. The last, I saw they were three for 18. Uh, they might have just added a couple more on in the last over or so. But um, yeah, Phoebe Litchfield was out for four, Elise Perry for three, and Talia McGrath for a duck. So yeah, the Aussies are making hard work for it, but it's um, yeah, this, this test match is zooming along. Yeah, Darcy Brown, five wickets, really, really good stuff. Sutherland uh, picking up three, and Talia McGrath with the two. So uh, it sounds as though something uh, exciting has just happened, Chatters. So just a boundary hit. <laughs> no wickets fall, and um, so that's a good thing for the Aussies. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, the Aussies continue on. Uh, do you expect them to, to cruise nicely here with Beth Mooney and Elisa Healy? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge partnership here. If, if they can just stay in and really power the Aussies forward, then it really sets up the match. But, um, look, it's tough going out there. It's hot. It's about 41 degrees. The wicket's doing a bit, so it's really tough work. Um, Australia's got a, a great lineup, but just losing those three early wickets has really put a bit of excitement back in this game, which is good, yeah. because imagine if the Aussies rolled out and just got 300 easily, then it's match over. So it's kind of good that South Africa had hit back and got those early scouts. But yeah, it's a big time now for Mooney and Healy to really yeah. just knuckle down and, and get you know a, a solid partnership going. What are your thoughts on what we've seen from South Africa in this series, not only in this test, but, you know, in the ODIs and T20s? And in terms of where Australia's at right now, is the gap between Australia and the rest of the world closing? Yeah, it definitely is closing. It's just a matter of how quickly that's going to happen. And I think the key is just to, to expose more of the other nations to more cricket, and especially test cricket as well. I mean, we see South Africa here. Batting-wise, they, they just weren't up to the task. They just wilted. So the more experience they can get. This is the only their, their second test match in the past 10 years. So it's just not enough. And hopefully we, we can see that continue to grow. And even the Aussie women, they play test match cricket more regularly, but they want even more than what they're getting. So the more we see uh, other nations play test cricket, that'll help close the gap even further. But yeah, it was good to see South Africa get a win in both the, the ODI and the T20 series. They, they lost both series 2-1, but... So at least get a win, their first ever win against Australia. Um, that was really good yeah. to see. And the gap definitely is closing. Hey, Chatters, WA had a great win yesterday in Hobart. Uh, that puts them through to yet another Marsh One Day Cup final where they will face uh, New South Wales. What, what did you think of the West Australians yesterday? Yeah, it was great to see Darcy Short bounce back to form. He scored 127. So that was really crucial. And, um, yeah, going for a hat-trick of titles, it's remarkable. It's WA cricket. Just whenever they look kind of out of, of the picture, they just find a way to get back in. So they won't host it, but at least they're in the final there. And, yeah, it, it is good to see them there. And, um, yeah, imagine if they could get a hat-trick here. And then they're still in the, the hunt for the Shield final mm. as well. So there's still a lot to play for this summer. But, 
Um, look, it's going to be tough against New South Wales. They are a very good side and, and they will have home ground advantage. What is your ultimate prediction for that match? Uh, it's good. It depends if you ask my heart or my head. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask my head, I'm going to say New South Wales because I just think they've got a better balanced lineup. And with the WA batting, uh, I feel like they've just fallen out of form in general, both in Shield and one day, just in recent times. So I've just got a bit more faith in New South Wales. If you ask my heart, I'd love to see WA get, get three in a row. It would just be a great story. And Adam Voges is a great coach as well. So it would be a good reward for him. But um, look, you know, for the WA batters, it's a, a big match for them. And Short came good the other night. And Bancroft hit, hit a half century as well. So he went pretty well. But mm-hmm. it's up to the rest to stand up too. So let's hope that they can get a decent score and, and do it from there. We're speaking to Justin Chadwick on Sports Drive. Chatters, let's just take a look around the grounds before I do let you go. Uh, we're not too far away from the start of the AFL season. How are, how are our two WA teams shaping up? Yeah, not too bad. There are a few injury concerns here. There's really sad news about Heath Chapman suffering another hamstring injury. He's, he's had a horror time over the past 15 months or so with those soft tissue injuries. So, look, they're, um, they're considering whether they should send him overseas again just to check things out and see if there's other solutions there or not. Sam Swakowski, he had a little hamstring scare the other day. We're still not sure how bad it is. It might just be a minor one, but yeah, it's never great to have those sorts of things happen in pre-season. And uh, down at West Coast, obviously, they're still kind of worried about um, Ryan's going to be missing the start of the season with his own hammy injury. And Dom Sheed's got his ankle issue and Elijah Hewitt with his feet issues. So, look, there's some injuries there, but lots of bright spots too for, for both sides. Nat Fife's looking really good and and that's great to see, and hopefully he can have a full season there. At West Coast, Elliot Yo, he's, he's had a ripper preseason, and even when he played last year, he didn't play many games, but he looked, he looked good whenever he played. So imagine if you can get a full season out of him, and he can get that continuity. So uh, there's plenty of positive signs on, on both sides, but um, it's, still, it's still summertime, so <laughs> still a long way to go. They still have to get through their two preseason matches and, and then start the season proper, so... Let's see how they go over the next month. Hmm. Looking forward to uh, the footy season. But uh, we're currently uh, right now in the midst of an A-League season and the Perth Glory are back home this weekend. They'll face the Brisbane Raw, which should set up a real blockbuster because uh, Ruben Zadkovic is their interim head coach and they're doing a fine job at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He um, led them to a 5-1 win uh, just over the weekend. So, yeah, he's had a really good time. That was over the city. Um, who would have thought that Ruben Zakovich would be the head coach of Brisbane Raw when he um, stepped down from Perth Glory at the end of last season? Everyone was like, what is going on here? Why has he stepped down? We kind of thought that, yeah, he was probably pushed. There was lots of, you know, chatter. Has he got the dressing room on side or not? So my theory is still he was kind of pushed out. And um, there's no way you'd leave a, a head coaching role after one and a bit seasons in charge. Uh, then obviously the Brisbane Raw have gone through their own dramas. They've had so many coaches this year and Zach Kovic was brought there as an assistant. And then, um, you know, unfortunately the most recent head coach has had to, to leave for health reasons. So yeah, Ruben's back in the hot seat and he comes back to Perth and mm. it's going to be, it's going to be on for all money because yeah, he is a fiery character. I love his passion. He is very fiery. He's, uh, it's quite interesting because before each press conference, he goes up to each journal and he shakes their hand and, one of those uncomfortable moments, I must say. It's not like one of those fun moments where you're like, oh, that was really nice. It's kind of like a bit uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, looking forward to shaking his hand after after the game on the weekend and um, let's see what the result will be. Yeah, looking forward to that. Sounds like there was another boundary there. So Australia go to three for 34. Nice little partnership building 
here between Beth Mooney and Elisa Healy. Very early days, though, but, uh, yeah, they are chasing uh, 76. South Africa were all out in the first innings, but still plenty of cricket to be played. Chatters, thank you very much for taking the time today and uh, enjoy the rest of the match. Thank you. And just before I go, I forgot to mention that Marizanne Cap actually pulled out of this match before it started. She um, starting illness, so that was a huge blow for South yeah. Africa. And um, I think that's a big reason why they're, they're batting just crumpled under the under the heat here. So um, just thought I'd chuck that in at the end.